open eyes that we may see to follow the Johnson Moore here for your daily devotional for today. Today we are going to be talking about Joshua chapter 16, 1 through 10, and the title of it is The Land of Ephraim. Joshua 16, 1 through 10, The Land of Ephraim. So I want you to get your Bibles, get your tablets, get your notepads, you know, however you may be taking, you know, reading the Word, your Bible, you know, cell phone, or your tablet, okay? And jot notes if you like, and let's deep dive into Daily Devotional for today, which is Joshua 16, 1 through 
Joshua 16, 1 through 10, the land of Ephraim. Come on now, let's do this. Joshua 16, 1 through 10, the land of Ephraim. And the lot of the children of Joseph fell from Jordan by Jericho unto the water of Jericho on the east to the wilderness that goeth up from Jericho throughout Mount Bethel. And goeth out from Bethel to Luz, and passes along unto the border of Archi to Azeroth, and goeth down westward to the coast of Jephthah, unto the coast of Baal Haran, the Nether, and to Gezer. And the goings out thereof are at the sea. So the children of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim took their inheritance. And the border of the children of Ephraim, according to their families, was thus even the border of their inheritance on the east side was Atarothadah unto Betharon. The upper, and the border went out toward the sea to Mechamathia on the north side, and the border went about eastward unto Tephtanathshalom, and passed by it on the east to Jonana. And it went down from Jonah to Ataroth and to Nairoth and came to Jericho and went out at Jordan. The border went out from Tapau westward unto the river Kanah, and the goings out thereof were at the sea. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Ephraim by their families. And the separate cities from the children of Ephraim were among the inheritance of the children of Manasseh. And all these cities were with villages. And they drove not out the Canaanites that dwell in Giza. But the Canaanites dwell among the Ephraimites until this day and serve under tribute. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us just this day, just this moment, just this second, just this hour. You know, they, and, the, and the thing is, is that, Lord, we just thank you. We 
thank you for so many things that you have allowed us to have, allowed us to be, allowed us to see, the, you know, to, to hear, to taste, to smell. You've given us so many blessings that we just can't tell them all. And, oh, child, thank you. Thank you, Lord, just for today. Thank you, Lord, just for today. Just for today. We just thank you, you know. And, and and it's so much that we do. It's so much that we could say. But, Lord, we just simply say thank you. And Lord, thank you for the breath in our bodies, activity of our limbs. And we are in our right minds just for today, Lord. In Jesus' name we do pray. May he add a blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. Amen. And amen. This is the season of getting everything that God promised you. This is the season where everything that God promised you. All the stuff you've been holding up and been waiting for is coming to you. If you just sit back, have some patience, and listen. Have some patience and listen. You see that now Joseph's children getting ready to get their inheritance. Everybody that is a tribe, a tribe, the children of Israel, everyone that's head of a tribe is getting, and even though their leaders or their uh, fathers may have passed, the children still get their inheritance. Everybody's getting everybody is getting blessed with what they are owed. And it says, if we seek him first and seek his face diligently, we shall receive glory. You know, it's this thing of this is all teaching us about patience. It's teaching us about patience. How we're supposed to listen to the Lord, hearken unto his voice, and wait. God asks you in due time. Stop rushing God. That's what our problem is. We too busy worrying about wanting now. I need my, I need it now. I gotta have it now. I gotta give it to me now. You know, you, you know, and it ain't just young people. I don't sit here and put that on. You know, I got my coffee this morning, so if you hear some clanging, it's my coffee cup. So like I'm saying, everybody wants to be in a rush. And what? Uh uh. What's in a rush for? Something need to be done in emergency. Emergency. I, I, emergency. You know, emergency. Okay. Emergency. Right? So, but you can't rush God getting your blessing when he wants you to have your blessing. 
Now the children of Manasseh say, uh, uh, Joseph's children. Joseph's children get ready to get their inheritance. You know how long they've been waiting? They've been waiting a long time. They have been waiting a long time to receive their blessing. They might be even old as they, they old. The children of Manasseh say. They come way back from out of Egypt. They come way back. That's that's like way back Moses back day. You know, that's 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 who Josh Joseph is, Moses. Cause they remember he he even though you turn you know, sometimes God can change you, but you can't change your inheritance. You can change your name, you change where you live, but you can't change who God made you to be and what you're supposed to receive. That's not how it works. That ain't, that ain't high work. That ain't high work, babies. So, they receive in their inheritance, and this is what they receive, their bounty. And then he moves on. Joshua moves on. He's going to move on to the next person. And the next, everybody's getting ready to get theirs. Everybody get ready to get their inheritance. Some of you don't even know what inheritance is, what it is. Some don't know what inheritance is. Some don't know what uh, passing down a legacy is. You know, what you going to leave the children? I was talking to a lady yesterday. I mean, her got talking. And I was speaking. I was speaking. I had a speaking, and we got to speaking about older people. And how did they deal with their health and mental issues? And how did they deal with life and stuff? And how did they deal? You know what? I'm realizing something. When I answered that question, I was like, really? They have? She asked me about now it's prevalent that everybody wants to talk about mental health. Okay? Everybody wants to talk about mental health now. When my grandma... And my dad, my my grandma died. She's 97. She's born 1915. I even had the pleasure of meeting her mother. Her her mother born in 1880. And as a little girl, it would it would it it would I would never see them break down. I would never see them cry. I would never see them falter. And if my grandma did cry, because my grandma raised me. If my grandma cried, she cried in private. She never cried in front of anybody if she did any crying. My, my grandma, my grandma was a strong woman. And I've seen her endure some stuff. I've even put her through some stuff. But my thing is, what do you leave when she, when she, when she died like that? It made me think about that. And when the lady asked me about mental health, I never saw my grandma cry. I never saw her complain. I I heard her complaining. I, uh, the older she got, she started complaining more and letting people know how she felt. 
And because she was the type of person, she kept everything in. And I think she had a moment where she just burst. She just had a moment of a of, of, of burst. And, and and she was trying to do it by herself. And she realized she couldn't do it by herself, but she had to because she had nobody else to lean on. And that's, that's how she raised me. And the thing is, we are out here trying to hold everything in. In our lives, can we keep the bills paid? Can we, you know, we didn't... Maybe my grandma and my granny ain't talk about they ain't even wanna talk about sex. They ain't wanna talk about none of that. You know, they won't talk. They were doers. That generation there were doers. I'ma do, I'ma do, I'ma do till I get they had this mindset of do till you could do better. Do until you can do better. I'm not trying to point it, do till you do better. Nobody got time for that. You know. Sometimes. Sometimes you just feel like. And that was with the the same situation with children in Israel. Sometimes you just keep going and keep going and keep going till you get to the promised land. And you keep going. You have this belief in something better. It's something better. something better for me to do. It's something better. And it's like. But they waited and they died. But they did accomplish something. My grandma, my grandparents. I mean, I look back at my great grandma life. You know, to come from. Not even, I I look at the, the line, the lineage I come from, I'm not that far from slavery. 1865, my great-grandma born in 1880, I, and my grandmother said she knew her great-grandmother. She said my, her, she specifically told me my great-great-grandmother was a slave. So we ain't, you know, it don't take that many years to come from that from 1865 to 18-whatever. Born in 1814, something like that, whatever her age was, you know, my great-great-grandma. And then you think about 18 and 19 ain't that far apart. It's like a hundred-year difference. And then you got all these different different generations in between. You got my But my thing is, is that you see how the generations are. You see how the generations are and how they all sat there and depended on God for everything that they needed. It took them a while to get there. It took us a while to get the, the dependent, the get really dependent on God. And we turn around and we think about uh, all these things, these desires that he puts into our hearts and we want them. And then we got to sit there and wait, like twiddling our thumbs. We got to twiddle, twiddle our thumbs and wait patiently. It says, seek ye the first the kingdom of God. Seek God first before you seek materialistic stuff. Cause once you put God first, you 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 working on you working on something. You got some you got some hot water now, as my grandma say. You got some hot grease. Yeah. So I just want to keep y'all encouraged. 
Because a lot of times when I'm speaking to y'all, I'm not, I don't feel encouraged. My mind is mentally, you know, mentally kind of drained because there's another thing. Like we was talking about the lady yesterday, mental health. Yeah, I go see a therapist. I go see a psychiatrist. I go see, I get my meds. Because it's not fun when your mind can't gather your thoughts together and it's racing all over the place and you don't know where to start first. Then you got to think about how you're going to keep yourself, how you're going to keep yourself in a place to stay. How you going to pay car note? How am I going to get a car? I do I have a car? There's so many things that go through people's heads in a time frame. So I'm just putting this word out there. If you are feeling like you just running around with like a dog chasing his tail, please go get some help. Now, my grandma and my granddaddy, my grandma and my granddaddy didn't deal with mental health. They just kept doing. They just kept moving forward. This might come up, oh, well, okay, well, you know, that, that's all right, cool, next. You know, they've learned how to deal with setbacks and comebacks and setbacks, and come, especially in the civil rights era and at that time of where they, you know, where they, you right on the cusp of really actually getting, at 1915, you really getting on the cusp of moving to another, you know, into another realm of another century. And it's different mindsets each century about stuff. And I see that they didn't talk about no mental health, but now we're talking about it all the time. How people and they and then how they didn't say that people had mental health. They were sick. That's what my grandma described it. He's just a little touched. He's a little special. You know, that's what they described it. He's just a little special because the child was doing uh, abnormal things or a child or, or a grown person would do abnormal things. And you'd be, you know, and then you got to think about all those years of, uh, 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 all those years of, opp- all the years of oppression sitting on, on top of you where somebody think they better than you. And you got to deal with that on a mental basis every day that somebody want to hold you back from becoming great in God's eyes. And 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 the thing is, is sometimes it be your own people that do that to you. So I understand the concept, you know, and then I now now I didn't when I was a kid. My grandma said Get the education. My grandma, my granddaddy said, get your education because that's the one thing white man can't take from you. Knowledge is power. And I'm going to ask y'all what y'all going to do with your power that you find out, your knowledge. Are you going to let it sit there on the shelf and not tell nobody, or are you going to just go ahead and use the knowledge that you have and better, better your life? Okay. My thing is, God gives you these ideas and thoughts, and what are you going to do with them? Are you sitting on them? Are you just sitting there like, whatever, okay, whatever? No, you ain't sitting there. You got something that needs to be done, something that needs to be uh, really, really done in that time frame. Okay, so, who child? I just wanted to put that out there, Okay. And think about your inheritance, okay? 
Think about what you want to pass down to your children, what you want to pass down to your your great-grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren. What do you want to pass down? It made me think of that where every time I, I think about when November the 5th come around, the day my grandma passed, and I think about, okay, what does she want me to do with my life? I waited till she died to get it together. But now that I'm getting it together, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? And then she says, and then, then she makes me rethink. She says, yeah, where do you want to leave your grandbaby? You got grandbaby now. Yeah, my grandma still speaks to me, okay? So I hope I, I know I ain't the only one where older people when they pass that you had a close relationship with that they speak to you. Mine does. And I'm not going to tell you no different because she talked to me every every morning. And I think that's God allowing her to speak to me. So, uh, you know, what you going to do with your legacy? What you going to do with your life? What you going to leave your children? You have some children, okay? You going to leave them a house, car, or debt? Or leave them some money where they can go and go to college? Or they can, you can send their grandkids a car, great-grands car, if they want to go. Now, give that money to them, and they do what they want with it. And you can do it like that. Yeah, they don't want to go to school? Okay. People have choices. Let them have their choices, the young folks. Because everything you do, what you did in your life, they don't have, they don't, they can follow a different path. Everybody got a different path when they come into this world. You know. Anyway, so what inheritance are you leaving for your children or your great-grandchildren? And it's never too late to start a legacy. It's never too late. Because my daddy waited till I was almost his 70s that had his own trucking business. So don't put a time limit on God, on the blessing God give you with these thoughts. He gave me the gave me the revelation of starting my business, and that was I was forty years old. Okay, so I love y'all, and y'all have a blessed day. Bye, babies. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Yes, child. LBM TV has advertising spots open and we want you to join the family. You want to advertise your book trailer, your candle business. Your writing business, your ghost writing, your uh, construction business, uh, your 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 home renovation business. We are here for you. We want to give you the exposure that you need in this season. So, if you are interested in advertising on LBM TV, just come and see me, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and let's sit down and expose your business to the world. Okay? Come on now. Advertise, advertise, advertise.
Hello everyone and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank <laughs> you. 